world-class media, this is World Class. I'm your host, Travis Chappell. Here on World Class, we combine value, entertainment, and behind-the-scenes insights to bring you the most comprehensive view of what it takes to become world-class in what you do. Listen in every week as I have conversations with top business leaders, journalists, hostage negotiators, authors, comedians, producers, you name it. If they're the best at what they do, I'll have a chat with them. I believe that the best way to become world-class is to learn from those who already are. And that's exactly what we do here on the show. You'll learn the skills that you need to master, the mindset that you need to adopt, the work you need to put in, all from people who have walked the road before you. So get ready to learn, be motivated, and most importantly, have a good time because you're listening to World Class. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of World Class. And this is, I think, episode three in our quarantine Ask Travis segments that we've been doing. Um, As you guys can see, this is episode three because uh, my beard keeps coming in fuller and fuller. This is uh, my quarantine beard that will be following us throughout this uh, quarantine journey. So uh, today I'm sitting down with my producer again, Eric. Eric, what's up? What's up? It's bored. We're going to start off the show just like just like we usually do with a few reviews um, that we want to take a second and say thank you and highlight. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button and that uh, little bell notification icon so you get notified when we release new content. Um, and then if you're, watch, if you're listening to this on a podcast, be sure to leave a, leave a quick rating and review and your rating review could be featured on a future, a future episode. And, and, and on that really quick, if you are going to do that, make sure you drop the name of like your company or your podcast or whatever you would like us to promote here on the show so that when we give you a shout out for the review, we can also send some people over to what it is that you got going on. So uh, Eric, take it. Yeah. A couple cool reviews. Uh, one's from Amy Carlson over at the Toxin Terminator. She says, Travis is the master of sharing information we can use to improve our lives. He walks the talk. Um, we had one come in from uh, Jason DePratt. He said, Travis's new world-class podcast is off to an amazing start. He's a master at finding and interviewing high-level world-class individuals who share their journey and advice. If you have high, as- <laughs> if you have high aspirations, I want to learn from the best of the best. This is the show for you. And then David Sisson, who is a little a little bit of a celebrity, uh, he's Manny Pacquiao's personal assistant there. Uh, he says, hands down, one of the best self-help development podcasts out there. Travis doesn't just talk about it, but most of it he's actually been through and done it. So a couple cool ones there to spotlight. And uh, like Travis said, be sure to leave a review. And, uh, you know, you can mention either one of us. That's fine. Does that <laughs> have to be, you know, it's fine. It's going to happen one of these days, man. One of these days, somebody's going to be like, Eric is awesome. It might be a long time before that happens, but I'm sure. Hundredth episode, we're going to knock it out. It's going to be good. (laughs) But yeah, um, getting into the more of the question side, uh, we're going to keep it kind of short, but we have three questions here. Um, One's from Bill Richardson. He says, what are the top three things you can do for your business while quarantined? That's a good question. I was excited to kind of answer this one because I think it might be a little unconventional on the vest that I would give. Uh, one thing that I would say is that every business should be creating content right now. There's just no excuses. Why not? And I put out a post and an email actually today to my list that said, uh, that was talking about the people who are going to win big in the next recession. And I just genuinely believe that the people who are going to win big are going to be the people that have audiences. And that's not to say, look, I'm not one of these people that's going to sit here and preach that 
you're not going to be successful unless you start creating content. That's just obviously not true. There are plenty of Fortune 500 companies and very, very successful entrepreneurs that you've never even heard of that don't even have a social media account. So I'm not, you know, one of those people. But what I am saying is that if you're getting started, it's going to be a lot more difficult, I think, for you if you do not have an audience or you do not create content. Um, so right now is just the perfect time to get started with something, man. Like you, you just don't have the you don't have the excuse that you normally have, which is I don't have the time to do it. You know, right now you have you got a plenty, you got a lot of time, you got more time on your hands than you've had in probably in a really long time. So take advantage of that time and start putting out some content, podcast, blog, you know, YouTube. Instagram, IGTV, whatever it is, like find something valuable to talk about and just put it out there. Don't think too much about it. Don't, don't sit there and have to, you know, uh, come up with some crazy action plan or whatever. Just like start putting some stuff out there and start putting some feelers out. So I would say number one is create content. Number two, uh, this might vary business to business because some businesses are literally not even allowed to operate at all. But, um, keep prospecting. And that's one thing that I have learned that I learned in the last week or so was that, you know, I, I let myself buy into limiting belief that people just aren't willing to spend money right now. And if I would have kept that belief, I would have lost out on a couple really high paying clients recently. Um, so don't just assume that nobody is spending money right now. Just keep selling your product or service. If you truly are bringing value to the marketplace, you can find somebody that can profit from it or uh, find value from it. Just be flexible on it. You know, uh, maybe make maybe make your down payment a little bit more affordable. Maybe maybe if you have a one-time fee, maybe separate it into a few months. Like just work with people and be flexible and figure out what's going to work for them and uh, and make it happen. So keep prospecting. Uh, during all the craziness. Um, and then also uh, uh, start creating content if you have not started doing that yet. And if you are doing that, create more of it. Um, just spend more time doing those things. And then um, lastly, I would say now is a really good time to um, educate yourself more in your industry to perfect your skill set, to perfect your craft and whatever it is that you're doing. If you have a bookshelf like I do that's full of books you haven't read, start reading through some books. Um, take the time to uh, to further your knowledge and deepen your understanding of your industry and your, uh, your space so that you can come out on the other end of this uh, much better than you were when you were going into it. So those would be the three things that I would say off the top of my head. That's awesome. And uh, some of this might carry over a little bit into the next question, but Travis Burkett asked on Instagram, uh, he said, what are five choices that changed your life? Now, five is a lot of choices to talk through. So maybe just maybe just list four, because I'm sure we'll cover them at some point in another aspect of the show, but maybe list out four and then the biggest one, maybe give a little bit of context for why it's the most important. Yeah. So, I mean, huge decisions that changed my life. Um, getting married. That was a big one. Um, moving to Fresno from Lancaster was a huge decision that changed my life. Um, let's see. Starting the podcast was huge. Like anything online, starting, starting my online business, essentially, that was, that was a huge decision. Joining a $100,000 mastermind was a, was a really big decision. And uh, hmm. something life changing. There's so there, I feel like life changing is a really important caveat there because you know, there's only, you, you don't have a life changing decisions every day, um, which is what makes a good question. Um, you know, I might have to come back to number five cause I, I, I can't, I can't think of another life altering decision that I've made, um, mm -hmm. recently, but, uh, but yeah, I, I kind of talk about 
Uh, it's just because it's fresh in my mind. I talk about this Fresno thing pretty often. And uh, today, today is Wednesday. For those of you who are watching this from, for the day that we're recording this, it's a Wednesday. And Wednesdays are my recording days. So since, you know, it's 8 o'clock p.m. right now, so since like 9 o'clock a.m., um, I've been on interviews, interviews for my show, interviews for other people's show. And this is a question that I've been asked a couple of times on, on, a, on a couple other shows that I was on, which was like kind of a little bit of my background, my story. And so moving to Fresno was a really big thing for me because it was the first time that I was ever away from my home. And for those who know a little bit about my background story, it was the first time that I ever spent any time away from the culture that I grew up in, that you know religious bubble that I grew up in. And so when I finally moved away from there, it was really the first time in my life where I remember thinking that I was actually my own person that I was able to discover who I was, that I was able to spend time with me and get to know me and get to know Travis, right? And um, this is a really important time for, for everybody. And, and maybe, maybe you've never taken the time to do that. Maybe you've never taken the time to get to know yourself. And there's a lot of people that go throughout their entire life never getting to know themselves. And I think that's, um, that's largely due to culture and societal uh, uh, pressures that are, that are put on them, you know, family pressures and um, authority figures in their life that just depict a certain path for them and they just follow it blindly without ever asking themselves or taking the time to figure out if it's something that they want to do. So um, moving to Fresno was huge for me just because I was finally able to get out by myself, be an actual adult, make decisions for me and figure out, figure out who I was and figure out the path that I should, that I should go down. So um, that was such a hugely pivotal decision that I made in my life, which has led to a bunch of other life-changing decisions like, you know, not going to ministry and going into door-to-door -door sales and, um, and then quitting door-to-door -door sales and starting a podcast and, you know, a lot of those decisions that I made as a result of being able to finally spend some time with me and get to know me uh, that, that have led to everything that I've done. So that one decision is kind of a, kind of a domino effect on a lot of other big decisions that have, you know, uh, taken a, a large effect on my life. So. Okay, so this one has been a long time coming, and I'm excited to announce the launch of my new company, World Class Media. I've been doing podcast coaching and consulting for individuals and businesses for the last couple of years, and over the last few months, I just haven't been able to keep up with the requests, so in order to serve more people, I've decided to stop taking on coaching clients and start an agency that creates a done-for-you podcasting solution, as well as monthly production and repurposing services. So if you are a business owner, coach, consultant, entrepreneur, real estate investor, whatever it may be, then a podcast should be be the most powerful business development tool in your arsenal. Imagine having something that is constantly engaging your ideal client, even when you're sleeping, or that allows you to connect with the top people in your industry to build your network and establish credibility, or that allows you to help listeners that are currently outside of your sphere of influence, or that helps you get book deals or speak on more stages or create content once that we can repurpose and distribute across all the platforms for you. That is the power of a world-class podcast that's done the right way. So if you're interested in starting a show, but you just don't have the time, the resources, or desire to figure out all the tech stuff, the hosting, the equipment, the platforms, the production, then you just focus on what you do best, which is serving your clients and running your business. And then let my team focus on what we do best, which is creating world-class chart-topping podcasts. Let's at least hop on a call and chat about it because I'm fairly picky with the people that I work with. And I only work with people who I genuinely think are going to be able to absolutely crush it with a new show. So head over to travischapel.com slash make my podcast. That's travischapel.com slash make my podcast. And we'll chat real soon. Yeah, it's crazy how many people don't even leave their hometown. Like, and me and Tara talk about this all the time, but like, there's 
um, when we lived in Virginia for a little bit, there were people in Reiner, which I just tried to pull up their population. And the last publicly recorded one is from 2010. <laughs> um, but it was under a thousand people in this small area. And it would be weird talking to people who are like, oh, I've never left this area. Like they literally had never left a town of like a thousand people. And your, your mindset is so like, like it's yeah it's it's tunnel vision for like what the world is and a lot of times those people are also not super traveled either a lot of those right. people are just those small town people and they'll you know their their version of traveling is going to new york city for the day you know what right. i mean um and and that, and that's why i'm such huge such a huge proponent of travel in general and getting out to other countries and other cultures and um consuming the world from a different perspective or worldview uh because all of that adds up to the person that you become. And uh, one of those things that I think it's contributed to that was, was my ability to just get out and be willing to start fresh in a different area where I didn't know anything. Yeah. Is it uncomfortable? Sure. But that's where yeah. the most growth comes. Yeah. No, travel is like just it's steroids for your personal development. Like there's so much you can learn that you just can't explain or learn in a, in a book or something like just going out and doing that and meeting people. Cause I think that's what it really is. I don't think it's even necessarily the environment change. I think it's just, you start seeing people in a different, a different light. So I, I think we agree on that. Um, the last question here before we sign off is from Ben Kiloy. He says, what is something you wish you did more of when you were younger? I, I wish that I, I wish that I would have, jumped into entrepreneurship a little bit more than I did. Um, meaning that, and, and, and this was largely due just to the way that I was, I was growing up in that, in that world, in that culture. But, um, cause I never thought as a teenager that I was go actually going to end up in entrepreneurship. So I didn't ever pursue it holistically. Like I could have, if I knew that that was going to be the path for my life. Um, I thought it was going to be all the ministry stuff. So I, even, even though that, even though that was the path that I was heading down, I still, figured out ways to make money and hustle and make a dime here and there and start this business with this friend and whatever. So I, I think that if I would have done more of this type of stuff when I was younger, that I'd be, you know, a lot further ahead of where I am today. Um, especially, especially podcasting. If I, if I could go tell my 16 year old self, one thing that, that, that would, that would have furthered my professional career light years ahead of where I am right now would have been start a podcast when I was 16. Cause you know, that would have been the infancy of podcasting space. It would have been the first couple of hundred podcasts to exist. And even if I sucked back then, I could have sucked for five years and still been in the infancy of podcasting right. and been able to really crush it. And, and even right now, it's kind of in the infancy of podcasting still, but that would have been the early adopters phase, which would have enabled me to really take advantage of the influx of listeners that have come in over the last decade. So I definitely would have, I definitely wish that I would have spent a little bit more time in that like personal professional development stuff. Um, I, I spent, I spent, you know, I, I, in terms of a typical high school student, I think I used my time pretty wisely back then. So I, I wouldn't have a ton of different um, directions that I would say that, uh, that I would, that I wish I would have gone in or whatever. Um, Cause I, I, I did a lot of things in, in that, in that culture, in that world. And you know, I spoke in front of people and I, you know, played chess tournaments and I played basketball a lot, a lot of basketball, uh, all the time and then you know played football and all the other sports and did preaching contests and speeches and uh choir and ensembles and solos and like pre pretty much anything and started playing the guitar so i used my time pretty wisely back then actually uh especially comparatively to most high school students but even comparatively to most adults and and my adult right. self honestly like i i, I 
I used my time probably better when I was in high school than I do now. Um, but I, in that pursuit, I kind of realized that I enjoy taking relaxation periods and like sitting and hanging out. Um, so that was something that I learned during that time. But uh, I wouldn't say necessarily that I wish I would have spent my time doing a bunch of other different things because I think it exposed me to a bunch of different avenues, which was uh, a really, I think, a really healthy thing for, for any kid to to have to be exposed to a bunch of different, um, you know, skill sets and opportunities and industries and all that kind of stuff. So uh, if, if I could go back, I wish I, I wish I would have started a podcast when I was 16 because I would just be tremendously far further ahead of where I am right now in the content creation space. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, that probably just applies to learning more about things that would actually affect my life now. Now, instead of learning about all the things that I was learning about back then that ended up not being the career path that I chose. Right. Well, and I'm curious, do you wish you would have, because it sounds like a lot of it, and it, I, I relate to this as well. It's like I was doing a ton as a teenager that like wasn't normal. Like I was putting out, trying to produce a lot of content and stuff, yeah. but I feel like I didn't know what to do with it. And you kind of brought up like you wish you would start a podcast. Like I spent my last few years of high school thinking, you know, kind of bemoaning YouTube, like, oh, if I would have hopped on YouTube earlier, I could have been one of those people. And meanwhile, like podcasts snuck up behind me and then started taking off. And I'm just now getting into that world. Um, For me, like, I wish I would have had someone who was like entrepreneurial as a mentor to like, take all that energy that you have as a teenager and point it somewhere and say, like, try doing this like full throttle. Um, Positive influence like that. Yeah, right. And yeah, kind of walked the road for sure. Yeah. And I think that's a big regret that I have is like, one, I didn't seek that out, but two, like, I don't even know looking back, like if I knew anybody like that, but you know, especially now though, with like, you know, 16, 17 year olds that are starting to be interested in that stuff, like they should definitely be seeking out somebody who they can work for, for free. Or like, that was when everything shifted for me was going and working with Dan Ermler in Fresno right after graduating was like, it was someone to just say like, you suck at this, you're good at this. And like, let's hone in on your skills. That was a huge period of growth. And if I would have had that at 15 or 16, like it kind of makes me sick to think like where I could be now as far as skill and, you know, progress goes. So would be, I mean, invaluable if I could have, you know, had a bunch of people that I know now that, that would have been able to help me out back then. But you know, it's all shoulda, woulda, couldas and ifs and, right. and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's just like, of course, I wish the perfect situation would have happened. But, you know, it's just not not realistic for, for the majority of people. Um, but, you know, I, I, I do agree. And, and we did do we did create content back then with me and my friends. We would just create stupid videos that we tried to put on YouTube. And they were always really, really actually one of the questions on Instagram that a, that a friend asked um, a friend, Eric Getch, who I used to make a bunch of videos with me and him and my buddy Mark and Travis and Terrell and a couple others, Bryant, that we always used to just get together and make stupid videos together. He asked me what my favorite five friends film was because that was the name of our YouTube channel. And uh, I don't know what my favorite one was. All I know is, is that I'm really glad that we deleted them and got them off the internet before people found them. So, uh, uh, but uh, shout out to all those guys. It was, it was, it was fun times at least. We had a, we had a, you know, a lot of times we would just go over to somebody's house and stay up till 4 a.m. making dumb videos that right. or that would like never get more than, you know, 100 views on YouTube. But, you know, is what it is. And we used it. It, it. This just kind of proves that this has always been a kind of a part of my core is just like doing this types of, this type of stuff, you know. 
no, that's a couple of really good questions. And um, definitely everybody, if you're watching this, be sure to leave a question in the comments of the YouTube video. Um, keep an eye out on Facebook. And even if we don't ask for questions, feel free to shoot over a question anytime. And if it's a good one, we'll be sure to shout it out on an episode. So um, yeah, do that. Leave a review. And uh, yeah, we'll probably see you in the next episode. Definitely. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next time. Well, that's it for this episode of World Class. World Class is hosted by me, Travis Chappell, and produced by Eric Skorzynski. It is a world-class media production. At World Class Media, we produce top-rated podcasts for seven to nine-figure entrepreneurs, executives, real estate investors, and content creators. So if you want your own show, you have the budget to create one, but you just don't have the time or the team to figure it out, then go to travischapel.com slash podcast. That's travischapel, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L.com slash podcast. And let's chat to see if we'd be a good fit to work together. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next time, peace out and stay world-class. Thank you.